Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where someone else acts like an idiot and the rest of us pay the price. I'm Daryl, a.k.a. The Beef, joined through the magic of the internet by the king of ginger fuckboys, Isaac Locke. What's up, yep. buddy? I know exactly the reference for that intro. And we're gonna Do get you really? To that. We were going to get to that tonight, I believe. Oh, probably. Uh, but we can get to it right now. Okay. Uh, I'm in quarantine because someone came to my work sick. That's why I had it that way. And then had COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> life's fun. <laughs> so not only are we doing this via satellite again, but you you actually can't even leave the house. No, not even allowed to go check the mail, get the groceries. Oh, come on. Whatever. Can't, can't do guess, it. Yeah, I guess. I felt bad about shoveling the driveway when I was on quarantine, but I, sh- I still did it because I'm fucking, you know. I, I sho- said I'm, on I'm the. Kinda, I'm anal about shoveling my driveway. I said I would shovel if it was snowy, <laughs> but it's anal. not. Anal, yeah. We, we just had a conversation before we pressed the record button about uh, Isaac's uh, anal's glands. So that was fun. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah i was angry i was angry so i decided to put it in the intro did you know that and, some uh, dogs invent. did you know that some dogs have to have their anal glands drained frequently by a professional or by the by the, the dog owner the dog parent no but i'm sure our two guests will because they're dog owners we have two guests on tonight yeah they're 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 already here buddy you know that oh I, just, <laughs> you know, I know you were you were you were trying you, yeah. you were you were doing a pretty good job. Thanks, man. my dog's um, butt stinks, and yes, she does have to have her anal glands drained. Oh, and that's you, Taylor. I'm surprised he didn't come folks. in with this. Fan, 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 fan. There we go. <laughs> there he is. Uh, so he's got the anal gland uh, we all, with the dog. We also uh, our second guest. I was holding back a bit. I did know we have two guests on tonight, Daryl. Despite me being a day behind due to the time change and forgetting it was a day, I was a day behind the whole week. Uh, I thought we were recording last night before at about seven o'clock, uh, and then I realized we weren't. Um, it's but, only uh, it's only spring forward one hour, not one day. Well, I didn't. I must have missed the memo. Um, we have a, a gentleman on tonight who is very near and dear to our hearts. We've spoken highly of him uh, countless occasions on other episodes. Uh, finally, the myth, the man, the legend, uh, Dean Hogan, is joining us tonight via the internet from all the way up in Leduc. Welcome, Dean. Uh, guys, I gave my dog away. Excuse is me? That, wow. Did, is this an actual story? This is how we're starting? We're starting on a he, sad He note. asked okay. me if I wanted to take her from him, and we couldn't do it. R.I.P. to my dog ownership. Oh. Just, what happened? Is, uh, is your well, youngest you allergic? No. She, <laughs> that crazy dog would try to lunge and bite my children. So then you have to really think to yourself, what are you going to do? Are you going to have a dog that's going to bite your kids? No, get rid of the kids. Or are you going to get rid of the dog? I thought you were going to say get rid of the kids. (laughs) Well, maybe if they were boys, but they're girls. I can't can't do that. It's just the way it is. So we got got rid of the dog. But if I I would, I would drain her anal glands if that's what I had. She's she's also a doodle, right? Next to, same with uh, Taylor's dog. They're relatives. Same breeder. Yep, same oh. breeder. Yeah, get out of here. No way. Get out of town. I, I didn't know that. They're like distant cousins, like like four four generations later or something. I'd like to think so. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, Kate and I literally went to that same breeder because of Dean and Jenna. How there far apart in age were they? Are they? Well, let's do some math. Mo- How old? Five. Yeah, Molly's four. 
so, so they're so, siblings. So probably probably two year two litters apart. Yeah. Those unfortunately a lot of breeding dogs don't don't uh, live the best lives. They just breed and breed and breed. But we uh, when I was a kid or not a kid teenager, my dad adopted a breeding dog who was like losing her hair because she was so stressed out from having so many litters. Anyway, that's a sad story. <laughs> oh, good old Uncle Kev coming <laughs> yeah, through again. What a good guy. So, so that's the, what I was going to say. When it, coming to, speaking of cousins, Dean and I are cousins. Our hey, our dads how, are brothers. What's the age difference? Three, <laughs> three years. What is the age difference? Two and a half years. No, three years almost. No, me and Dean are, are both 88, so we're the same age apart that you are, Daryl. Oh, two years difference. There you go. I should have known that. We, but we're 88. Uh, I think Taylor was getting at the fact that uh, I'm four years apart from my brother. So... Ryan? Oh, okay. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. So we go from one Hogan last week to another Hogan this week, and I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, I, I haven't been able to have it. I had one chat with my cousin, I don't know, I don't know, three, four months ago, and then besides that, it was a couple years. So it's really nice to, to have you on. I'm very excited, Dean. Because I'm horrible at keeping up with people. The worst in the world. You, it's amazing. Okay. Technology technology gets better and better and easier and easier to communicate with folks, and, and it just seems to be an impossible feat for I, myself included. I'm, I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people who aren't in my vicinity. Yeah, I live I live 15 minutes away from Isaac, and uh, yeah, if, if we didn't have this podcast, we'd probably talk significantly less. So uh, that's, that's part of the reason we started it, was just to have an <laughs> excuse to talk. Well, and your yeah. chemistry is electric. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, Thanks. that was that Thanks. was. Uh, we got introduced because of you, Dean. We, uh, mm-hmm. you brought Daryl to Res, or Daryl invited himself along to Res. I don't remember why exactly, but, but my uh, girlfriend but, yeah. at the time lived there too. She lived in she Res. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. So, the, as much as I would say, I totally came to see you guys. I was probably going to see her. No, Daryl, you were coming to see us, buddy. Let's be honest. Well, we know our, my relationship with you guys lasted significantly longer. So. <laughs> significantly longer. Here we are. We're talking on a podcast. <laughs> That's 15 it. years later. Who'd have thought? Yeah, well, eh? well, Not well, us. Well, me and, me and Dean have known each other since, obviously, he was a he was born because he was around. I was around first. But it was crazy. Our, our dads are really close, so we, we actually – Grew up like together often. <laughs> fuck, fuck off, Taylor. No, but you know what I mean. So, Wait. so you have. There's a lot of siblings that when they get older, they don't visit constantly. Our dads, like Stan and my dad, Kevin, were like they're the only a year apart. So, out of the four brothers, they were the closest. Yeah, and Stan named one of his children after your dad. No, and I'm named sure after did. Stan. My middle yeah, name is Stan. Uh, Daryl, just a quick question uh, for the fans. Um, how far apart in age are your dads, Dean's dad and your dad, Stan and Kevin? I'm pretty sure I just said a year, didn't I? I wasn't listening, obviously. <laughs> he, definitely said, he definitely said that. God damn it. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Taylor, I, for having it must have been. Buddy. It must have been when I shut my, I had to shut my utility room door because the heater turned on and I know how loud it is. Oh, hey, hey, you know what? Well, that's, that's just good podcasting. That is. That's, yeah. that's being an excellent host. Flying, flying um, by my seat here. So, yeah, I have I have a few stories of uh, of Dean as a child. But but before we get to those, I, I did want to share something that I don't even know if Dean knows this. Um, but the name Dean 
is uh, derived by the Anglo-Saxon word meaning valley. Um, so there's that. So so you're named after a valley. That's okay. pretty cool. Is it a chasm? Chasm? Uh, yeah, chasm. like a chasm. Uh, fun facts with Daryl. <laughs> chasm? Chasm? Chasm. Um, also known as a coulee. So, Ooh, 12 mile. 12 mile coulee road, right? So, Dean, did you know that your name is Valley in uh, Anglo-Saxon? You know, I can't say I did, Daryl. I would say what I understood my name as meaning would be the chief. Yes. Well, Ca- Captain. 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 Yeah. It, uh, it also. School. Well, it also means in uh, going back to the Hebrew roots, it does mean law oh. or justice. So oh, you're not wrong. Learned <laughs> doctor. I've heard too much Hebrew words in my day. Enough Hebrew. Why is that? I just. Well, Daryl, I'm uh, I'm I'm a I'm an ordained minister. Yeah, you got your you're a reverend now. Which means nothing. Rev it up, dog. Yeah, no. I'm just gonna rev it up. No, you can on all those forms that are like pick your. What's it called? Is it a prefix? Is that what it's called? Sure. I don't know, but like Suffix. it's got like yeah, it's got like doctor, um, esquire, whatever. You can put the rev one. R E V. R E V. You know, I had to write a paper. I let me tell you, I wrote this paper and I it was I knew when I wrote it. I was like, this paper is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote this paper, and I had no time to do it. And then I and they had to go to this workshop where we had to bring your paper. I'm getting on the plane. Da 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 da. Got my paper in my hand. I'm like, this is gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna work on my paper. No, actually, what I had to do was present my paper to ten other people where they had my paper and get absolutely ripped to shreds. Oh, uh, like, like a a panel of people that have read it have dissected it and now get to question you on every point in it yeah wow yeah sounds like a nightmare Uh, it was truly a nightmare nightmare. it was it was like i had a guy that was like you know next time you should maybe use spell check on your paper (laughs) but interestingly enough so i i bet you i bet you i can almost guarantee that taylor's dad has stories of dean in college Oh, he uh, does have a story because he, he was probably a prof. Um, speaking Joel. of another another professor at school, so this is kind of funny. Um, we've talked about Uncle Joel before on this podcast. My Uncle Joel. He's he's Dean and my uncle Isaac grew up with him. Um, anyway, what's so funny is that one well, day not like we weren't peers growing up. Like I'm not sorry. Old. He, he grew up. How, with what's you. the age difference between Isaac and Uncle Joel? <laughs> uh, uncle Joel was my was my pastor as a, as a child when I was a, was a young pup. Is Uncle a, Joel's a, very active on Facebook. Love you, Uncle Joel. Yeah, he's uh, he's also very active um, conspirator. Um, along so was your brother, right? My brother, I know. That's Joel why they're starting a little be, podcast. Joel also used to be a heck of a volleyball player, I think. I believe he went to the Philippines and played professionally, which Filipino volleyball sounds a little bit like I could play professional. Um, well, I mean, I, like, yeah, since like, he's white, isn't he like <laughs> – Way taller than everyone. Well, and he's also, well, he's also like six foot three. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to like dive into stereotypes because you know I don't I never do that. But I no, feel like Joel ever. Joel being what six three six four. Yeah, uh, playing playing volleyball in the Philippines is kind of like fishing with dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> like he's probably just slamming on people like left, right, and center. Just like there's like mad. is the net the same height over there? 
<laughs> yes, um, Taylor. They're like, block, block him, block him. We it's can't. impossible. He's a monster. <laughs> He's getting up too high. I bet you would, Panama Red. We were uh, we were talking. <laughs> you, you briefly touched on uh, you know, uh, pro- professor stories with Dean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so me and Dean, me and Dean went to. We were going to university or college at the same time, and we happened to be roommates, unofficial roommates, right, Dean? Because we were inseparable as Isaac for like about four years. Indeed, I had. So we both lived in Res the same the same year. We were freshmen the same year. Both, you know, young bucks on the hockey team the first year we played there and or went to school there. And uh, Dean ended up being on the floor below me in res. Mm-hmm. And it ended up we were so yeah, tight you, that he just kind of assumed one of my roommates positions in my room. So Dean I took t- over. I, who's I told him I told him right away. He was. Yeah, he got put on the wrong floor. He did. Like he so should he, have been put on he, third floor for, right out the gate. He just pivoted and he just migrated up to our floor in my room. Me and Frank had an open door policy mm. and uh, Dean just, well, we were welcoming him with open arms because we had a roommate that we weren't crazy about at the time. Um, and uh, it ended up working out for the best because that roommate kind of stayed away from our room and then Dean just took his spot and it was great. But I was going to say my favorite story, even though I wasn't there for it, uh, my favorite story of Dean in class in university was the infamous pen incident. That's literally what I was about to talk about. This yeah. is a I, I, that's one. that's why I brought up my uncle Joe. So <laughs> so, Uncle Joe got a text from another college professor, Bernie Vandewal, who happens to be one of my uncle's very best friends. And uh, Bernie called him or texted him or called him, I guess, in the middle of class and said, um, "Here's a scenario. There's a freshman kid in my class who is chewing on a pen and it exploded in his mouth. Can you guess who it is?" <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Joel immediately said, "That's Dean." Ah, Dean. <laughs> is it, yep. Is that how it happened? There's a whole story to this. This is this is this is quite the story. Now, I just to pre- me and Isaac, the amount we cared about being in school our freshman year was about zero. Yeah. Minimum. So we we ended up just watching all kinds of movies and eating chips. And sleeping most of the time. So when we went to class, it was just a rarity, which landed us both on academic probation. But that's a whole nother story. Oh, yeah. We can get deep So I went that. to class one day, and I was sitting beside this girl who I was interested in and a friend of mine. And I was in the middle of systematic theology class, which was actually – Bernie Vandewell is a good teacher. So I, I, it wasn't his fault that I wasn't interested so anyways, for some reason, and I don't exactly know how this ended up in my backpack, because Lord knows I ate zero fruit my first year of college, or <laughs> I don't eat fruit at all, to be honest. But there was a mandarin orange. Deli, deli sink. There was a mandarin orange. Oh, I used to drink deli sink off the charts. There was a, there was a mandarin orange in my backpack. So I pulled it out, and I was just like, what is this doing here? And I had a pen, and I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do in class? I'm going to draw a perfect replica of the Earth on this (laughs) mandarin orange. (laughs) So I started drawing this picture of the Earth, and it was beautiful. People were looking around, like, and they're seeing, well, Dean's drawing. He's drawing the perfect Earth at all the continents. I was coloring in the ocean. It's doing my thing. But then all of a sudden, Bernie said something interesting. I, I can't remember what it was. Or I might have just been writing my name on the top of the page of the paper. I don't know. But my uh, <laughs> my pen just wouldn't work. 
and it wasn't one of those pens that was like you know a big pen it was one of those like beautiful ink pens like those those beautiful like what your teacher marks with it, it probably so got thought, cl- clogged by by fucking orange well we don't know right but i what i do know is i i, I thought to myself i'm gonna give it just a tiny little suckle <laughs> so i put the pen in my mouth and i just gave it a tiny little suckle <laughs> and it worked it worked perfectly for a time then it stopped again and i thought to myself well i got away with that I'm going to give it a bigger suckle this time. <laughs> so I gave it the grandest suckle of them all. And I got that pen all in my mouth. And I tried to act like nothing was happening for the longest time. But what happened was the pen was dripping from my mouth onto my desk. <laughs> and it started to spread like wildfire. That uh, I had my pen explode in my mouth, and so the guy beside me nudges the guy beside him, nudges the guy beside him. Everyone's looking at me, and all of a sudden, Bernie it gets to Bernie, and Bernie's going, "What's going on?" And I looked at him and said, "It could happen to anyone." And I spewed pen at him, and he calls. He's like, "All right," he just pulls out his phone and he calls his uncle. He's like, "Guess what? Freshman's pen exploded in his mouth." And uncle's damn, yep. And then he tried to teach. And he couldn't teach it. He sent us home. Straight oh. up sent us home. He's oh. like, I can't do this anymore. It sent us home. That's great. Man, I started to feel sick. I had to call my dad to come get me and bring me home because I got a stomach ache because I was some little guy. <laughs> and dad picked me up and I was like, duh, duh, I don't know what happened. Was it, like the, was it like the time you popped your eardrum with a piece of Lego? You know, that's another tragic story. My grandma was very concerned. <laughs> I remember that. You were, you were living in Sylvan for the summer, weren't you? Yeah, I was living in Sylvan for the summer. I was talking to my dad on the phone, and I was scratching. And this was back when Theodore, our cousin, hey, Ted, if you're listening, uh, he uh, he had Lego. And so I just grabbed a piece of Lego. And I'm a guy. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a man that likes to scratch his ears. We know. I don't know what it is about me, but I'm a – Big ear scratcher. Big ear scratcher. And rub, rub my eyes, scratch my ears. You name it, man. So I you must it. be screwed during COVID. You can't touch your face, right? Do you remember when well, you, you used to open and close your phone with your chin? The flip yeah, phone? Yeah, I remember that. Chin? I would do it with my tongue, too. I'm sure I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Anyways, back, sorry, back to the Lego. So I'm scratching my ear, and I'm talking to my dad, and then I had a scratch itch on my leg. So I started to scratch my leg with my, t- my toe. So you can imagine the way it went. And then I toppled over, and I fell. And I while scratching your leg with your toe, I poked and the tiniest. A... I poked the tiniest little hole in my eardrum, and my grandma had to take me to the to the doctor, and he had to look into my ear and tell me that I had, I had hurt my ear. It yep. was very really oh, sad. The the tiniest hole will do it. For the I ears. remember that so so clearly. It's it's kind of funny actually because I wrote down some stories. I'm assuming Isaac did and. So far, two for two, we've written down the exact same stories about Dino. That uh, I didn't have to write anything down. I got, I've got, I've got stories for days with Dino because, like he said, we were inseparable for four years. That's true, and and it's just, it's just one after the other. It just reminds me one after the other every every story. It's like it happened yesterday. Yeah, I didn't write anything down either. But uh, Dino and I actually lived together in Res at Ambrose. My second year, we were in a 
in a room that was supposed to be for four people, but there wasn't enough people living in res, so oh, there was only was two of us in the corner room. And Dino would actually sing me to sleep. Um, <laughs> Did he, he run your back too? No, he. Uh, Dino would actually sing, and I would fall asleep. It was I miss it. Um, and I remember Dino was singing Twenty Four by Switchfoot. And he had his eyes shut, and I had uh, the mask from Saw. Uh, <laughs> and Dino, Dino was just singing away, and I quietly pulled that mask out, and I put it on, and I crept across the room, and Dino finished singing, and then was like, Tay? Tay? <laughs> and then he, he, meanwhile, you're like picking your teeth. And then you opened your eyes and I was standing right above you and you just like convulsed and yelled and you grabbed me and threw me over a computer chair <laughs> and held me to the ground and you took the mask off me and you went, I'm going to give this to JP. <laughs> <laughs> JP's telling the RA. Yeah. <laughs> you scared oh. the shit out of me, Taylor. He said that. I, that was, I remember that just being like, Taylor? <laughs> Taylor? And then I think all I had to do was open my eyes. <laughs> you were there. I was right there with the saw mask on. <laughs> I'm just giving her, I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed, just singing Switchfoot, man. Just, just like my heart's in it. I'm at Bible college, just singing this Christian song. And then I open my eyes, and there's the saw mask. Is it, is it Jig, Jigsaw? Is that the bad guy's name? Yeah. yeah. No, McAlpines have a real tendency to scare people. Yeah. Uh, you're never safe around the McAlpines, let me tell you. you. We get a lot of joy out of seeing people's fear. Yeah. Because I remember- we're. we're- tough so we just like jump scare people yeah they do even their their parent your parents do it too yeah they do your brother is the you gotta have tim on the podcast sometime but, uh... well isaac's made fun of him two episodes in a row so i think yeah, he'll, well, have oh, some, gotta... he'll have some ammo to come on i scared it. tim one time at camp because uh we also me and taylor worked at camp together because we we're cool people like that and he would scare me all summer. It was like the thing they did. They just scared me. Like popped and scared me. Popped around the corner, scared me. So one time in the middle of the night, I went and banged on his trailer. Just scared the crap out of him. And the, he was the uh, director at the oh, time. Yeah. He thought it was a bear. Yeah. And then he he's like, "You ever do that again, you're gonna be in big trouble." I was like, "Oh." I was like, "Oh man, are you serious?" <laughs> so I'm like, "I guess I'm like I can't scare the galpines because they'll just." <clears throat> Fire me from my job. <laughs> we we talked about that. Uh, Isaac and I talked about Eagle Bay a while ago. So that was the camp that our our grandpa and grandma, my grandpa was the maintenance guy, so he lived in the house next door. Um, But that, I, re- I remember that was the, I told a story, I don't know how long ago it was, but I told a story about me and Curtis and Curtis froze at camp. And uh, we were, we made fun of this kid and then we all started crying and whatever. But it's so weird to think back now that the leaders, when I was a kid, were you guys as, like, 19-year-olds, right? Like, the, the camp counselors and stuff, we thought that they were, like, adults, mature people. That's yeah. like that's like school teachers now. Like, when yeah. we were growing up, we thought teachers were, like, old and, and you know, 
no lives and we're boring and whatever. And you got to think like, Dean, your wife's a teacher and Mm -hmm. Daryl, your wife's a teacher. And you know, like it's they're they're we're at that point now where, you know, we know all the dirty little secrets of what we're doing in our lives as adults, as teachers. It's a pretty uh, eye opening. I know. I, I, it's crazy. It's crazy to think like, I know people that are teachers. If I ever have a doubt in my mind that I could be a teacher, I just think about those people and how that's incredibly lazy they are. I I, <laughs> I, think, I think you're speaking of someone that. very specifically, but uh, I agree. There's a lot of people that uh, that are out there that that have that quality. Um, but then there's people like my wife who are just like the most amazing teachers. That are Jenna, Jenna just she just came up to me. She she was like. Oh, I'm getting interviewed tomorrow by a news outlet in New Jersey about a project that I did. I'm like, what the heck? Like, you have teachers like that that are just crushing it. And, like, Michelle, I'm sure it's crushing it. It's badass. It's like, wow. We have one achiever in this house. It's not me. It's my wife. They're but warping you know, the ride those coattails. Hey, that's allowed. And you're, I'm pretty sure your daughters are achieving at some level. Well, I can hey, tell can you. I, can I just bring one thing up real quick? Um, Last time you guys had me on, I I talked about a hockey fight that Dino oh. was involved <laughs> Dean, in. Dean wanted to set the record well, straight. He was, he was I, I want to hear Dino's us. side of it because I, I, I mean, maybe, okay. I, maybe I saw it differently or I didn't because I was turtling. I, this, I listened to it. I listened to it carefully. And it's not that he was, it, it was an accident. It was just like there is so much to this story. That uh, this goes so. All the listeners know we all played hockey. I would say the hockey was like a bat. We were like a middle of the pack junior B team. I would yep. say that's probably that's probably what we were playing. Although I would say when we played olds, they were like a junior B team too. So we were basically playing junior B hockey, and olds was the only other team in our league that was any good like we would play other teams and we would just crush them and so we were playing olds the night i think it was the night before or two nights before we played them like back to back and and i was i had just come off ap and i was playing on the team and that's that's academic probation oh sorry yes for all of you i i struggled with sociology i had to take it twice uh but the second time i met my wife so that was okay so we were playing olds the first night and I was on a line with Taylor and JP because I came in, I crashed into the team halfway through the year and that was the line I was on. And I'm happy that I was on that line, Taylor. I was happy. I was with you guys. Of course you are and just the grinder line. They were the line. grinder line, even though I was not a grinder at all, but that's beside the point, but we scored a lot of, go- we actually scored quite a bit. We were a pretty effective line. So I we were I, playing I scored twice that year. Well, actually, the one goal that you anyway, – we're going to get to that. I know. So, it went off your butt. That's, <laughs> so we played the, the two nights before, and we lost big time. I think we lost like 4-1 or something like that. And there was some chirping that was going on, and I was chirping their bench really badly, like giving it to their bench. I don't even know what I was saying. I usually just use the F word over and over again. I usually just said F you, F you, because that was really – that's, well, that's all the chirping I ever did. Just, For those of you who don't know, that means that means fuck you. Um, yeah, anyway, I told my wife I that it was not going to swear on the podcast. She told me I had to, she's not going to like that I say this. 
She told me not to say anything that I would regret, so I can't swear. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, sorry, Jenna. <laughs> I apologize, Jenna. No, you guys can swear. I can't swear. Shit. But I would just, I would just be so. The what happened was I, I, we got into this altercation. I got into this altercation with the other team's bench, and I got thrown out of the game two nights before. So fast forward, we drive up to Olds and we're playing them. And we're actually we I think this was what second period or something like that I can't even remember Taylor this this part but we were playing and our line went out there and we just were we were just playing really really well you're buzzing and we were buzzing and we had just scored a goal which Taylor says he scored but as a, it was literally like it someone glanced shot off your butt it glanced off your butt <laughs> we we crashed the net and it was like three of us inside the crease and it went off my butt and went in the net we scored. And it was amazing. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, we're, we're going to win this game. This and is, then Willie really kept us on the ice. And I was well, like, no, because no, no, our no, line, let, he's, let me yeah. go on the bench. Yeah, he was like, no, you guys are staying out. So Olds had this one defenseman. Big red. Massive. And he was red in the face. And Olds actually had some pretty good players that played there. So we're playing. And the we started playing again. The pucks dropped. We get the puck, we get inside their zone, and we're starting to buzz again, man. We're buzzing. And we get the puck on net. We get a really good scoring chance, and we're in front of the net jamming the puck away, and the play is dead. And then all of a sudden, we we erupted Big Red. And Big <laughs> Red started coming, coming for us, man. He started to, like, chomp down on a stick. We're dead. I'm thinking to myself, we're dead. I'm like, Taylor and JP and me are dead. This guy's going to kill us. <laughs> and I look, I, I turn, I like right away, like I kind of skated away or so. I don't even know what happened. I think I look and I turn around and Taylor JP has jumped on big reds back. Like he's given him a piggyback ride. Like he's JP a, is, he's a human backpack. Yes. <laughs> and JP is hanging on to him and Taylor is hacking at him. Like just hacking at him. And I'm going, holy crap, it's happening. Like, this is the, – we're, we're in one here. So I start skating kind of away, and I turn up the boards, and all of a sudden this other defenseman drops his glove, and he punches me so friggin' hard in the face. I just didn't even have – I didn't have time to drop my gloves or anything. He just punched me, and, like, I'm, I'm flailing. And I'm trying to, like, get my glove off, and I'm trying to get this, like, you know, what do you do? You're trying to – you're totally stunned. And uh, the ref breaks us up, and I'm getting thrown out of the game. I get kicked out of the game. <laughs> and for Dino, fighting. as they're escorting you off the ice – No, this you, is the you, best part. Dude, you're I, taunting the crowd. Yeah, so I, I'm getting off the ice, and th- it was pretty full. The old college students were all there, and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good in that moment. You know, blood's pumping, and this guy leans over the boards, and he's like, Hey man, let's go. And I looked at him and I'm like, why don't you come on the ice? Let's go. And then I realized pretty quickly after that, wait a second. I'm about to exit the ice and these people are crowding around where I'm supposed to walk. And the only person <laughs> walking with you is Kathy Kay. No, this is the best part. We had an old guy that drove our bus that played hockey on our team. He was like, just became a Christian. And he was driving the bus, and he had a shady past. His name was Todd. Do you remember Todd? I remember I Todd. I do remember Todd. 
Todd was like used to be like a hell's angel. So who comes and meets me at the at the entrance of or the exit like as I exit the ice? None other than Todd. And Todd just looks at these guys and he's like, nobody's touching this guy. And he grabs me by the shoulder <laughs> and he starts to take me off. And know who else met me there? Rest in peace. Crazy, amazing guy. Grant Gertson was Grant there. Gertson. Oh, yeah. What a beauty. And Grant came and Grant was ama- like amazing guy. Like absolutely incredible. He just he passed away, I think, about a couple of years ago. He died in a car accident. But Grant was crazy tough. Crazy, crazy tough. Like Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, football player, like loved getting hit when he played hockey. Great hockey. He was a good hockey player too. Dude, like if whenever people would hit him, he would cheer. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, come on, hit me again. Also, also a guy that 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 uh, worked at the hockey hockey store or at the sports store, and he would always end up getting us really cheap stuff, which was awesome. Anyways, those two guys were like, nobody's touching them, and they they grabbed me and they we walked through the crowd of people and they took me to the dressing room, and I woke up the next morning and Iker was there. I had a big black eye. Yeah. That was that's, that was a bit of a different exit from the ice the, than the time that you got five of your teeth cut off in, in an incident. Oh yeah, that sucked. That was an old too. I, I want to hear. I want to hear Isaac's side of that story, where because I know I, I know Isaac came to the dressing room, and Dino yeah. just went off. So so Dean was an unfortunate uh, victim of a of a high stick that actually ended up coming from one of our own players in a game and he turned at the wrong time and a stick was being brought around at head height to get back onto the ice. And it ended up touching Dean in the face and it, and it sheared off his five bottom teeth in the front row. And, uh, so he quickly, you know, covers up and and starts to head off the ice and they sorted out whether it was a penalty or not. And the, the, the unfortunate thing for Dean is that he didn't know that he had nerves exposed in his teeth because you know, it, you just panic at that point. You're like, I'm missing part of my teeth and blah, blah, blah. So he, he heads off into the dressing room. I followed him down the tunnel into the dressing room. And by the time I got in there, Dean is already splashing ice cold water from the faucet into his mouth to oh. wash some of the blood away. And you know what happens when you mix ice cold water with exposed nerves in your teeth? Just the is worst. It is, it is level 10 pain. Like it is next level. And all I heard was like this, this, squeal like i've never heard from from a man <laughs> of, of just like sheer pain and then as i'm entering the room all i see is an elbow pad flying in my direction unintentional of course but he just you know you splash water in your mouth spit it out and you're screaming in pain and you just whipped gear off in a direction and it almost knocked me out i swear to god and uh and then your dad your dad was going nuts in the in the stands talking to the ref about how it should have been a penalty and what a joke and this that and everything and man that was um, you had to have didn't you have to have like five root canals in one sitting that yes. day so that so that day so i go from i i you picked up by the way you picked up my teeth off the ice buddy. sure did you I sure went did. back you went back up there and you picked up my teeth like yeah. you found them which is incredible i don't know they, they didn't my dad was they can't reattach those right no. So no. I ended up going to, we were, we were in olds again, olds we were playing hockey and uh, that's, we were playing against Rocky mountain college or whatever. And I went to the hospital cause I had to get like 10 stitches in my mouth. I still, like, I got feeling the scars right now. And the girl, the, the doctor's in there and I'm talking to her and she's like, I'm like, so you do this a lot. 
I was like, so like, you know, I was just, just making small talk eventually with the, with the, the doctor. She's like, yeah, not really. I'm kind of new. I've done a lot of animals though. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says awesome doctor. Like, yeah, I've done like, this for animals. It's actually a like, vet clinic. <laughs> she's like, I was a vet before. I was like, oh, that's uh, awesome. I, so I, I thought to maybe your down. dad just took you to the vet clinic because he's no, some, sometimes no. just very Dad, nice. Actually, we, we had to find an emergency dentist. And so we went to, down to Kensington in Calgary where the emergency dentist was. And he sat there and I had to get five root canals done at one time to kill my teeth because it was in so much pain. It was it was horrific. Did they yeah. did they not knock you out to do that? They just No, they just froze me. They Jeez. froze me. It was, you know, it was 2001 was this? 2007? 2007. Yeah. See, uh, it was it was like 2008, 2009. See, this oh, was uh, this was a, a different side of, D, of Dean's dad, Stan, from from the normal. So, Dean was you were one of our our, our better shooters, and I, I I compare you to like a Brett Hall or a Ovechkin for your shot caliber. Um, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that's yeah, a, no problem. It's a pretty good. Um, yeah. But no matter, no matter, usually no matter how good you were doing, Stan always had something to critique about your game. And this, this incident with the teeth, he was, he was definitely full on dad mode. Like he was standing up for you and, and throwing the, throwing the, he would be throwing shit on the ice if he could have been. But, uh, I remember one of the, one of my favorite moments of your dad coming to one of our games. Do you remember when we played at the Olympic Oval? Was, that was a great, that was a great game. Yeah. So we had, we had a game. Uh, I don't know. If, I think it might have been an exhibition game, but we had a game at the Olympic Oval in Calgary, and Stan stood right at the boards the entire game and watched the whole thing. And Dean, you had an amazing game. I think you had like two goals and I had three two goals assists. in the first period. Yeah, yeah. You, you were you were lighting it up the whole game. You were flying around the ice, like looking, making everybody look like they were in a in a in a lesser league. You were playing excellent. At the end of the game, uh, we're coming off the ice, and we have to make a pretty decent hike to the, tr- the dressing room because the oval's kind of in the middle of the uh, the speed skating track. So we have to do a pretty good hike to get to our dressing room. And uh, as we're coming off the ice, Stan's standing there by the door, and we're all coming off. And I'm right behind Dean as he's going off the ice, and Dean just kind of looks at his dad like, yeah, pretty good game, eh? And Stan <laughs> says to him, he says to him, yeah, I noticed you didn't get your skate sharpened. You look like Bambi out there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, and that's why I have thousands of dollars of therapy bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah. You unfortunately, I I I do remember growing up and and saying how come how come he's so mean to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, uh, you me. know one of the things about about like I was I have this intrinsic laziness that exists i think actually all of us that are on this podcast have the same laziness 100 yep, yep. laziness that exists and so <clears throat> isaac and i are sitting in this in this league playing hockey and eight in the acal okay this is one of the things i was thinking about ike actually we could have easily like we were 18 years old we could have played on a junior b team in calgary no problem if not higher yeah, I think we I think we could have easily played junior A in Calgary at the time. Because here's my comparison. Here's my comparison. So I was partnered for my when I wasn't on academic probation. When I was actually playing, I was partnered up with Noel Perizzo. Remember Noel? Oh, that was great. So yeah. Noel came out. He played. He played a season, I think, with us, and he was my D partner. And I was a little bit better than Noel. Like I played in pretty much every situation. Just yeah. Dean was Dean was a little bit better than me. I was a little bit better than Noel. 
after the one year, I think maybe one and a half years of playing for the school, Noel went and entered the draft for the the junior the junior draft in in Calgary, and he got drafted first overall for junior B that year. Yeah. So that kind of give you a little reference point. I know. We, like I was thinking, like we both ended up on EP academic probation at the same time, and we were sitting there just like eating bags of jalapeno Miss Vickies and watching like 80s movies my mouth will never with, be the same after all that jalapeno with the with the, and we're just so depressed because we can't play hockey we, we could have easily like in hindsight in hindsight it's always 2020 but that's what they say we could have easily we could we could always we could easily have just gone to showed up at some practice from some junior b team and played oh yeah 100 percent. we were to <laughs> do i like you know how they say all oh, the fresh the freshman 15 you gain 15 pounds your oh, freshman year geez, I, yeah. I gained i gained 15 pounds in the first term oh Okay, it was the ugly. all-star meal. Remember we the <laughs> It was dude, it was Subway and McDonald's every day. It's all we, we would and we would walk to, to Subway and we would be like, Oh, what are we gonna get today? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, should we oh my student loan money just came in. I don't know what should, what, what should we get? Double like, meat, know, double man. cheese, and yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get two more can... weight after university. <laughs> that's because that's because we found cheap beer. <laughs> yes, we weren't even drinking beer at the time. Like we weren't, though. I don't think we started drinking Rare. beer until rarely. What? Yeah, rare year three. No, at that point year it was two, just maybe yeah. a little bit in year two. It was just movies and food. It was yeah. just food, yeah. and it was it was crazy. Dude, Seven Eleven taquitos. Oh, but I used to do that when we when I worked for the city. We used to well, I, Iker, you weren't on my. <laughs> you were you were. Drunk. I used to wake. I'd be get get to. I would be working for the city, and it was like. We'd have to get to work. I don't know. What time do you guys start? Seven? Seven o'clock. And so we'd be like, ah, oh, there's no way I'm throwing anything in my stomach before seven o'clock. That's not that's not me. So I would so we would stop at seven eleven and I get two taquitos and then one liter bottle of water. That was my breakfast. Just pound down Monterey Jack. Dean, <laughs> you you found and and don't get me wrong, there is there are very few ways to get yourself fired from the city and they have to be pretty substantial. Dean, oh, you found you found a loophole. You but found a way. Is, this this is a tragic tale though. Like I think <laughs> about this all the time. So I do you want me to tell the story of how I got fired from the city? Do it. Yeah. yeah well, of course. So Okay, so you would have been this was right when we like kind of all went our separate ways, which is a sad yeah, thing. This was my this was my second year working for Parks, my second summer, and this was your first, I believe. This was my sec. This was my second because we you started were- together at the same time at Riverbend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and you ended up driving for, you ended up cutting lawns, and I was on the the, the crew. Like we were we were, you were driving yeah. a mower. Yeah. Or you started on the crew, but then, anyways, I digress. So the second year we started, we're at the same time and we got, I got a job, but I knew I was going to Hawaii. I was, I was going to Hawaii a week after I started. So I got there and they asked me when I wanted my start date to be, did I want it to be before I went to Maui or after? And I was like, Oh, before I get a week of work. So I get to my, get to work and I, right away I go to my, F, I think it's an F5, right? That's yeah, what the F5 was Foreman, like the yeah. lore. And I, and I talked to him, and my F2 or whatever, like the guy that's in charge, isn't there. But I go to this guy, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to Maui next week. I'll be back. Like, this is when I started. I told him when I was when I was there. He was like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Just fill out this form, and it'll be fine. So I'm like, okay. 
And so I fill up the form. I work a week and I'm working on my crew. I'm like the best worker there. I'm working with whole, like basically homeless people. And I'm <laughs> yeah, just like much. crushing it. Like I'm like, oh, they're like, Dean, Dean is uh, like the, F- the F5 was like, that guy knows what he's doing in, in parks. This guy right here, you just watch what he's doing. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be the greatest summer of my life. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the top dog at Riverbend. And so I go to Maui and I get a call two days in. It's like, yeah, you got to go to work, man. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, the F2 came in when he was – and he's, he denies your vacation time. <laughs> what? And I'm sitting in Hawaii. So so here's here's retrospect. This is my like I've I've been with the city for a long time now and I know I know kind of what the uh what the protocol is. So this is this must have been exactly what had happened. So they told you when you said, Hey, I got a trip to Maui, they look at you and they say they think, Okay, you're a seasonal worker. They don't seasonal workers don't get holidays. You don't get your vacation, you get told you get vacation, two weeks of vacation or a week vacation. But really, it's just they expect that you're going to work all summer. And then when you get laid off, they'll just pay you out for it. So Dean, you saying, okay, I got this trip to Maui. They're going, okay, yeah, sure. Put in the paperwork. And they're in their minds, they're like, it'll get denied and you're not going to Maui. <laughs> so Dean puts his paperwork in. He's like, I'm going to Maui. Fucking rights. So he goes on his trip and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, did he ever get approval? Like you actually have to get approval when you, when you send in a request for holidays, it has to come back approved before you can actually say, I have these two weeks off. Dean took it as, Oh, paperwork's filed. I'm fucking green. So he goes on his trip to Maui yeah, and they, I and sure they, they look at, they look at his paperwork and go, yeah, no, he's a seasonal worker. He's not getting time off. And then they're like the first day he's supposed to be back on shift when he's in Hawaii, they're like calling him. Hey, uh, Dean, you're supposed to be at work right now. And he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on a different continent, man. <laughs> so so but here's the here's the tragic thing in, in, in hindsight my dad was like stan always thought of himself and he to be fair to stan he was a pretty good schmoozer like he could he he would go in places and he could he could raise a little bit of oh your ruckus, your dad he, your dad could he i hate to steal a good, quote from good a, litigator a, a movie but he could very good litigator he he could sell a catch a popsicle to a woman in white gloves like so, he my dad 100%. was like, "Okay, Dean, don't worry about Ooh, it. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna talk to this guy." And I'm like, uh, "What I really wanted to do, because this is what they told you: if you ever get in trouble at the city, they said if you ever get in trouble, you just need to like send like fax in a resignation letter, and it'll be fine. Like, like just resign. Whatever you do, don't get fired. Just resign." Because then, and when you get you when you get when you get fired, you get a DNR. They call it. It's a do yeah. not rehire, which means you basically get a black mark, and they'll the city, no department in the city of Calgary will ever hire you again mm-hmm. if they see that. So, I I was like, Dad, I'm just gonna like this sucks, but I'm just gonna send in my resignation. He's like, No, man, don't do it. I'm gonna go talk to him today, and it was like the last day before I was gonna get fired. And he, I was like, Dad, what what's the deal? He's like, Oh yeah, too bad, man. They're just not gonna let you come. You're you're hooped, and I missed. <laughs> It was the one time it didn't work out, and I missed it. And I got yeah, DNR. Although I think I got the, I talked to an alderman, like in the city, and like we did this whole thing with somebody. So I might have got that reversed, but it sucks because, like, I think about getting fired at the city, and I'm like, oh, that sucks so bad because I wasn't a bad worker, and I just it was just an unfortunate, unfortunate time. And like, and I really just needed to start after I got back from Hawaii. That's what needed to happen because they allowed you to choose your your start date like you could start later if you wanted to yeah 
now I have a DNR and I can never be a, a fat Calgary police officer. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know if they last forever. I don't know if a DNR is on your record permanently or if there's like a certain amount of time that it stays, but yeah. Well, there's only one way to find out, guys. I want to apply to the city. Yeah, that's the quote, man. Don't cry, apply. You're going to have to move back to Calgary if you get a job. Or wait, you just oh, don't yeah. You just don't accept it. Yeah. I just want to show up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Maui. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, just go on vacation I'm, again. I'm getting a call. I'm getting a call, like, literally laying on the beach. Like, hey, man, are you coming to work? It's like, excuse that's, me? That's going to be a big no for me, dog. My dad's like, can't you take a plane out of here? I'm like, they fly out once a week. Who are you in Maui with? <laughs> I was What's that? Who are you in Maui with? I was with Jenna. Oh, okay. We just gotten engaged. Oh, the engagement trip. Nice. Oh, you went with and Jody was there too, right? And Dustin. And Dustin. Yeah, yeah. yeah the her, whole the her. whole family. Shout out to Dustin Allen, great guy. Oh, I remember one night I was drinking in Edmonton heavily on White Ave and all of a sudden I just ran into Dustin and I only knew him from your wedding. And uh, and we got some French fries. So that was, yeah, was anyway. Found twenty bucks. Had to be there. Had to be there. Yeah, definitely, someone else had to be there. <laughs> but actually, I have a very funny story about your wedding, Dino. Um, Kate and I were just dating at the time. Um, I wasn't we're invited. Sitting there, I I want to publicly apologize <laughs> on this podcast so the world could will know. My one of my deepest regrets in all of my life is not having you at my wedding. I agree, man. Oh, all, all the time. I don't think you're at my wedding either. So I, you know, I feel like the the feeling is mutual. Listen, the pod, the world needs to know. Ike and I had a. This is. I, I don't know if you really want to get into the seriousness of this or not, but like we were so close, and then all of a sudden we had a split, and it was a painful split, and it really it came. It was at a time where, like, we both, both you and I grew up, like, in a Christian home, and think, and we started to just, like, I don't even know how to describe it other than, like, I, I went, wanted, yeah. I went, like, you broke up. Kind of the, well, I, yeah, I kind of went the way of, like, experimenting with drinking and smoking and whatever else, and, and Dean uh, Dean went the way of greener pastures. and, and uh, Well, not we really. Had... It wasn't greener pastures. It was just like I was afraid to ever do anything wrong. Like I have like a thick Catholic conscience, and I, st- I still have it, but I was just like always – I lived my life out of fear, out of fear of like doing something that could possibly be bad. Yeah. And so – and it was it had nothing to do with, with, with being right or wrong. It had everything to do with like feeling like – I just didn't understand life at the time. I just no, didn't get it. Dude, none of us did. We were early no. 20s. You, we, we understand now, and this is what kids that age will never understand, is that even though we think we knew what we were doing and we think we had our shit together, no one has their shit together when they're 19 and 20 years old. No, no. and, and it's, it's unfortunate because it, like we like the years that you had, like, and even with Daryl too, like the years that you guys have spent together hanging out as friends, it's like, and I'm not, this isn't a woe is Dean thing. I'm like, man, I wish I could have experienced all these things with you guys. But just because of the way life works out, and I, you know, no regrets or anything like that, but <clears throat> it just sucks that it ended up the way that it ended up. Yeah. Well, and men also like the way, like our, like out of our, like our friendships, like, I mean, Isaac and I have talked about this before. It was like him and I, we've had like mountains to climb and mountains to slide down our friendship has gone up and down up and down like it's it's not until you get to i don't know a certain point of life where you're like okay no though that's he's my that's my boy you know what i mean like that's 
It's my bestie. But you know, I think I think after all is said and done, though, like we all we're all you know, if we if if you're in if we were on the same room, we'd all pick up right where we left off. Like oh, Dean, yeah. every time Dean, you and I were were so close for so long that like I still consider you one of my best friends to this day. Oh, I like, saw it never change, right? Um, and same with Taylor, like me and Taylor were up and down, me and my brother were up and down, me and Daryl, Daryl lived in Kelowna and I hated him for moving to Kelowna for fucking probably a year and a half. It's, it, everybody goes through that shit in their mid early mid twenties. And then you kind of realize who your real close friends are in your later twenties and and then your lifelong friends after that. And that's, and that's where you, you, yeah, you make that, you, you get to that understanding and some of them do just fall away and they never come back, but the real ones stay. To to piggyback on what Dean said earlier too about uh, um, how sometimes he felt like he missed out. I feel the same way in the opposite because I was so close with Dean's whole family. Um, like I basically, I was at their house every day for dinner or every Sunday family dinner we had. His mom would make us delicious food. We'd watch movies on the couch. We'd play video games. We'd have sleepovers. Dean moved to Sylvan for a summer. We we At my grandparents, we hung out every day. So it was like... I felt super close to Dean and then, and this happens, I'm not, I'm like being honest, like this is like the last two years, every, every time I see on Instagram or something, the, your whole family getting together, like where all the siblings are there and you know, you're all together. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I just want to be there and hang out with them. And it just never, it doesn't work out because everyone lives their own lives. But you know, when you see Curtis, Kevin, Dean and Rachel all together and, and their spouses and their kids and it's like, man, I just wish I could hang out with them. So I know it's a bit different, I but to, it's, I feel, I feel like I wish I was there. I have to say some of my, some of my favorite memories uh, from my early twenties is when I, when I lived at your, your place, Dean with uh, Stan yeah. and, and we would, when, when, when Kurt and Kev and you and me and Rach and Stan were watching Canucks games together and Stan would do the HD challenge. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, he, was, he was, was like, he got, because he got, he got the HD, HD channels and he was so fucking hyped on the HD he, channel. He's he like, would, check he'd this out, guys. Flip, he'd flip between the two. He'd be like, hey, see, oh, this yeah. is normal. This is normal TV. This is HD TV. You see the difference. <laughs> but yeah, no, yes, just, just hanging out, like watching hockey with you guys and, and uh, yeah, good memories. Oh, okay, Taylor, I want to hear this wedding story. I went on a rabbit trail there. Uh, your wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> trying to remember which one I was saying. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so Kate and I were just dating at the time. Um, me being young me, I was about five moose heads deep and <laughs> left <laughs> and left Kate at the table. And I was like, I'm going to go to the dance floor. And left Kate at the table. Uh, she told me afterwards that I'm not going to name names, but a guy at the table went, um, explain your relationship with Jesus in three words. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we went to the weirdest place, but man. Like, if you think about it. Taylor, was that before or after Dean sang Don't Stop Believing into the mic and almost oh, clipped and broke the speakers? It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> yes, don't even care about Mike management at that point. Dude, that was, that was a super fun wedding. But that moment, like, I mean, now I've been with Kate. Like, Kate and I have been together for, like, a decade now. So it's like, ah, oh, shit, that's super awkward. 
I can't believe somebody actually said that to you. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. And Man. and Isaac, don't worry, I got Dean back way harder. Dean was a groomsman in my first wedding, and then I don't know. I'm pretty sure I invited him to my second wedding, but but he didn't come. So I don't think I don't I don't think I did get I don't I don't know Daryl. And if I didn't invite it, it, you, hey, I apologize, Daryl. I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, at Dean's wedding, at one point we were like let's go for a smoke and we went outside and you had a rental truck there and you showed me a song that you and billy had done together yeah classic daryl classic daryl check out my band check, check out my band man check it. did you know that i used to play in a band ah oh, the glory days the dying effect. well i think I, as much as we could honestly keep this going forever um there'll be think, a part I two think, eventually i think our uh, our 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 hugs and love of you know that we're still all friends and and uh you know it, that's a great spot to end it on so um, this episode is was purely for us yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah nobody nobody's gonna have any idea what's going on no well except for probably four of eight of our fans will know what's going yeah. on yeah <laughs> ryan being one of them i hope they never have dean on again like, i'm coming back baby we're coming back for another round no that was dean's honestly gonna, so dean's good. gonna be coming on uh, as soon as he gets back from maui <laughs> just, I just haven't let my employer know I'm leaving just yet. Actually, to be honest with you, Dean, uh, we have you slated to come on to the uh, May seventh episode uh, with my brother. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you about that later, but we have you slated to oh, be a geez. guest on that one. All right. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a wonderful time. But All anyway, right, Dino, Ta- I love you, Taylor. Thanks love for coming, too, Dean. If you've listened to anything, do you got a code word for the people? Code word. Yeah, you gotta come yes. up with a code word. Anything. Just Di- say something, man. Anything. Di- diarrhea. <laughs> Classic. A common theme. occurrence for us in our early twenties. <laughs> All right. Well, if uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks, Dean, for coming on. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, Isaac. All right, boys. Thanks. Thanks, boys. See you guys next time. Tron fucking blows. You know what this fucking says? It says Tron Funkin' Blow. The fuck is that mean? If I have five words left and I'm about to fucking expire and I like and all I have left to say is to curse fucking Tron, I'm probably not gonna say Tron Funkin' Blow.